Is he worthy? What an important, essential question to ask at the start of this year and especially today, Vision Sunday 2021. Is he worthy? Is he considered worthy in your life, in your heart? And is he held worthy in this church, every nation sums west? Oh Lord, by your kindness, please grant us to see a little bit of your worth this year. Sometimes I imagine what it must have been like for John on the island Patmos to have a little bit of a deeper look into the worth of God, to see how ought living creatures react when they see a vision of God and just who He is. The Bible says whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before Him who is seated on the throne and they worship Him. They cast their crowns before Him saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will they existed and were created. Lord, this year give us such vision to see your worth that our mouths, our lives, our everyday living will exclaim that you are worthy, that He is worthy, that He is before all things. So welcome officially this morning to Vision Sunday 2021. This, I believe, is the specific word God has given for us as a church this year, that He is before all things. As a church community, our established vision year after year is secure and it remains in place and remains the same. But in God's faithful leading, He leads us from time to time in a specific directed vision for the season and the year ahead. And I believe it is these five words from the first chapter of Colossians that He is before all things. It says, for by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Because He is before all things, and not just some things, but all things, He ought to be before all things here at Every Nation Sums West and in your life. The Gospel of John explains it to us plainly. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This truth that He was from the very beginning, before all things, is shining beautifully bright still today. The light of His worth is shining, church, and no darkness, and definitely not the darkness of this storm and the season we are facing can overcome that light. Nothing can overcome it. He is before all things. That's a statement of fact. That is ultimate truth, that He is before all things. Just as you are hearing these words and you're seeing a screen and you perhaps experiencing something of His presence in this moment, these five words are a statement of fact. It's an ultimate truth. It is unchanging. It is immovable. It is sovereign. That Jesus is before all things. 
Think about that statement of fact for a moment. And then think, think a moment about the device that you are viewing this message on. It is a fact that without this or any other device, you would not be hearing this message at all. But before getting the device, it is a fact that it had to be received from a supplier uh, or, or a shop delivery, or maybe it was a gift given to you. It's a fact that it didn't just magically appear. That's a statement of fact. And this device had to be created. It had to be developed and designed to do what it does. And another fact is that many other devices before the one that you are holding right now has, has come so that this one could be the updated version of the device that was maybe around five years ago. Fact is that someone had to design it and had to use the facts of technology, development and science to design this device. That is a fact. With you and this thing holding you, whether you, where exactly you are watching this. But technology and development and science had to have its own roots in previously discovered facts from before of how things work together. What needs to come together to make this thing like this device work? So the fact is that before developing the design of this device, some people had to study and apply knowledge and practice making such things as a device. And before them, many years of knowledge and development was applied by many generations before. And the fact is that all those generations before had some knowledge or experience that was passed on and generations before them, those are all facts that we can call fact today. You see, when we keep on going at looking what has come before and things that we consider as facts, we will always somehow end up at the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Everything you see, everything that exists, He, Jesus, is before all things. That's a statement of fact this morning. Just hearing, hearing it and me speaking it is a, is a fact and a real fact. So is He before all things. And you know what? He will always be. He will always be before all things. If that is the specific word of God for us for 2021, that He is before all things, and we have established that tracing anything back comes that comes before will lead us back to Him, where do we even begin to apply this vision for 2021 that He ought to be? before all things in our lives. Do we consider Him as supreme beyond anything in this world? Are our affections and our thoughts and our lives fearfully and wonderfully expressing it in such a way that we can say in my life, in my world, in my family, in my heart, Christ is before all things. When we position Him in our hearts rightly before all things, all things in our lives will be positioned rightly. You see, our world surrounds us with other things at all times and all the time. Attention-seeking, time-consuming, affection-stealing things. And yes, many of these things are great. They are fantastic. They are good. They are beautiful. They were given to us by the giver. 
But before each of these things, He is. And if we trace all of those things back to the beginning, we will find Him, the person, Jesus Christ. I'm talking about things like family. Talking about things like hobbies or things like your work and the fulfillment of work. I talk about things like media and the media world or communication, the, the means to stay in touch with that world or knowledge, all the knowledge of the world around us. I talk about things like the beauty of nature. Oh, how I love nature. I talk about things like the church and the, the gathered community and things like our possessions. All these things will not be existing if He does not exist before all these things. But here's the warning to our hearts today at the start of this year. All these things has the propensity to cast shadows over the foundational fact that He is before all of it. All of these things find itself in Him and He was there before all of it existed. So the question to ask on this Vision Sunday is, the personal you and Jesus question, is He before all things in my life? Do I hold Him there? Your answer might be, to some degree, yes. In some areas, maybe, mostly yes. Well, I am attending this online service, so it's a yes for me. When we position Him in our hearts rightly before all things, all things in our lives will be positioned rightly. What does it mean to make such a statement that He is before all things? Can we even constantly and at any time live in such a reality that Christ Jesus in our walk and life is before all other things? Even the most beautiful and precious of things like my own family. Let's go to Philippians to chapter 3 to see how the Apostle Paul answers this question. He speaks about the priceless value of knowing Jesus Christ. I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For this sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with Him. Does this mean that discarding of all the good things, we've got to get rid of it? By no means, no. But it speaks about esteeming Christ in our lives before all of those things that in our hearts, like Paul, our hearts would cry that in light of Jesus, when I look at other things, it seems like rubbish because I know Him and I have Him in my life. You see, to treat Christ as before all things in our lives is a posture of our hearts. And the invitation this year is to move into such a posture. Paul carried on by saying, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Church, let's have a zeal in our hearts to desire to press on. The words press on in, in the original language, better translated, is, that the, is the word pursuing. Let's pursue, as Paul said, that, that we would pursue the perfection to which Christ Jesus has for us and for which He possessed us. Running with intent, with conviction, without distractions, to grab hold of Jesus as He has grabbed hold of us. That's what the word says. 
to possess Him fully as He has come to redeem, claim and own us fully. That church is how we hold Him before all things, where He rightfully is this year. What could our lives, our homes, our families look like if we pursue Jesus in every moment and esteem Him of ultimate value in all things and before all things? What could our neighborhood and basin look like if we place before our agenda of getting the food down our bellies at the restaurants or rushing through the shopping tills to get back to our Google Calendar schedule? What could it look like to, to speak about Him first in the morning before we, we pick up the rubbish comparison to Him on our phones and see all the things around the world? What could our lives look like when we say sorry first in relationships and forgive first, even if the other person haven't said I'm sorry, to be more like Christ who, while we were still sinners, died for our sins, ready to forgive us? What glory, awakening, Revival will we see if Christ is worshipped at every opportunity throughout the day. When we work, when we drive, when we spend time with friends, to include Him and the testimony of who He is in our lives in every single conversation. Will we hold Christ before all things in companies where we are lured to compromise, to be part of a crude conversation or gossip with those who feel the need to speak about others without them? in the room? Will we as parents pursue Him so that we have regular times of removing our kids from the culture of this world to remind them of the reality that they are part of a kingdom that is different to this world? Will we pursue the power of Christ in this church, not for the experience of it and for selfish enjoyment, but to see the lost saved and the saved healed, restored and Christ glorified as a result of each moment of power? Not to see gifts elevated or elevating any preacher or teacher or musician or church movement, but Christ before all things. After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants of the good news. Every nation sums it west. This is the year for us to position Christ in our hearts, where He always has been in reality before all things. This is the year of giving up our lesser loves. This is the year of pursuing the greatest love. How do we do this? Well, surprise, surprise, nothing has changed. We do it like we've always done it. We do this by honoring God as a Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, socially responsible church. That's our mission statement and it always will be. That's what we exist for, for this very reason. His honor, and it is done by keeping Jesus at the center or before all things, as I've explained today. We do this by being Christ-centered. We don't do so out of our own strength, through mustering up some energy to tick the, the must-do boxes in church, but we do it by the might and the power and the empowering of His Holy Spirit. We do it by being Spirit-empowered. And we put Christ before all things, away from just ourselves, and, and we bless Him in a way that we connect with those who are disconnected through the social injustices of this world and the painful realities around us. We live out this vision by being a socially responsible church. That is our established vision. 
and it's locked up in three simple lifestyles. Three things that we do day after day that will help us achieve our vision. And that simply is a lifestyle of devotion, a lifestyle of demonstration, and a lifestyle of discipleship. First of all, devotion, a word I love. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Let's, in a fresh way, devote ourselves to His Word, to this fellowship, to this community, by being in each other's lives and doing church together. Let's be devoted again in our prayer lives constantly, and may I say this year like no other year before us. There's no better way to keep Christ Jesus before all things than by starting in our prayer life and our corporate prayer moments. Let's be devoted to Him in our times of worship, the table of communion, reminding ourselves of what Jesus has done. The fulfillment of our vision is also locked up not only in our devotion, but in living a lifestyle of demonstration. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Our devotion leads to our demonstration of the kingdom. Through power, signs and wonders and miracles, and yes, Lord, we cry out for those in 2021, but also through community and unity, common unity, being of one heart and mind. Through extraordinary generosity, sharing what we have with one another as if it is theirs already, and seeing God grow the church through the lost being saved. Finally, all of this is achieved in Christ's final marching orders, the blueprint of what our life should look like if we put Him before all things, a lifestyle of discipleship. Being a disciple who place Christ before all things in our lives and teaching others to become disciples who put Christ before all things in their lives. Every nation sums a west, afresh in a new way and with new zeal and conviction. This Vision Sunday 2021, can we commit to this, to place Jesus before all things and everything, to live for His honor by centering our lives around Him, by the power of His Spirit and for the world around us to see the injustices change, by being deeply devoted to Him, abiding in Him, by being devoted to each other, His church and to fellowship and to be demonstrating it to the world in how we are disciples making disciples. If you can agree with that and if there's a wholehearted yes in your heart this morning then 2021 will be the year in your life where jesus is before all things and if the question is ever asked again that i asked in the beginning is he worthy our lives your lives the people of this world will see that the lives of every nation sounds so west proclaim that he is worthy this morning we're going to take communion as a response to this message reminding us 
of Christ before all things and reminding us of Christ, restoring us back to that position of relationship with Him and the Father and empowering us by His Holy Spirit to live this life of placing Him before all things. So as we take communion together this morning, as Anthony leads us into that, may this be your moment of declaration where you say, in 2021, Jesus Christ will be before all things.